Hey, it's Daniel, and today I'm joined by Kate. Hello. We're chatting amongst friends. This is Good Chat. Good Chat. All right, so Kate, we're doing this a little bit differently today, aren't we? <sighs> yes, we are. And it's been a moment. It's taken us a moment to get this sorted. Yeah, but we figured it out. So we are currently in lockdown. We have been in lockdown for a week now. What kind of fun Mm -hmm. things have you been getting up to, Kate? Tell me everything. There's not a lot to tell because I've been going into work. So everybody else is working from home, but I'm in the office. So then if I'm not, I'm at home with the family. So there's not a lot to tell. Things have been cancelled. Things have been pushed back, rearranged. What about you? Have you been surviving? I mean, I have been surviving. So there's that. Because you're a survivor. Sure, just like Destiny's Child. But as soon as it was announced, yeah, it did feel a little dreadful. But once I started going Mm. to work, there was that sense of normalcy still. I mean, it was a little bit different now because we have to wear masks. Yeah, yeah. Because like during the week, it's almost normal. But then the weekend is just flat. Yeah. And I don't get to see your face. This has been a challenge to do this, not being able to see you. And I didn't get to smell you. I know. Like, I'm sorry. You've had to deal with not smelling my perfume. I'll be okay. I promise. <laughs> Good. We're all in this together. The struggle is real. The struggle is real. <laughs> We're all in this together. We'll be fine. It could always be worse. 100%. So what are we talking about today? So today, Kate, we are talking about birthdays. Yes. And don't worry, I'm going to keep my gasping to a minimum. Happy birthday, Kate. Oh, thank you. It's not my birthday, but I'll take it. Sure. (laughs) So I guess growing up and experiencing birthdays as we have our entire life, Mm -hmm. for me personally, I started off, I mean, they were always very exciting, getting presents and gathering a family. I love a birthday. I don't know about your experience, but I'm close in age with my brother. So when we were younger, we would often have joint birthdays. Oh. To me, that sounds awful. <laughs> I mean, it does, but it means that you also get presents so that if someone else is getting a present, you're also getting one and you're going to feel left out. I'm okay with that. I'm okay if I get a present and other people feel left out. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> Birthdays to me, I a day, a party about me. Are you joking? Yes, please. As a child, as an adult, love it. Really? I don't enjoy being the center of attention. I don't necessarily enjoy being the center of attention, which sounds odd given the sentence I just said, but I enjoy celebrating with a group of people because I love any, I love any excuse for a party. (laughs) Yeah. And just like music, birthdays make the people come together. Exactly. Love it. Yeah. Birthdays for me as a kid were exciting, but I found as I got older, I cared less and less about them and I don't like to make a huge deal about it. I don't really have birthday parties. I tend to either have a quiet dinner or just have a cake on that day. And that's all I want, really. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Well, the last party that I remember throwing, I think was my 25th birthday. That was the last party that I had. So two weeks ago then. Years ago, we rented a house and a group of friends went away. Oh, that sounds nice. So it wasn't like a big bash. It was kind of like a weekend. Yeah. But now I get to experience as an adult my nieces and nephews' birthdays and it is the best. As an adult, I love going to a child's birthday. Yeah, because it's kind of experiencing it through their eyes. Yes. And I feel children's birthdays have the best snacks. The cake is always sugary sweet. When you go to an adult party, it's catered to an adult. So, no, 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 I don't want that. I want my lolly bag. 
I want my fairy bread. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Even at restaurants, the children's menu is always the best one. It's simple, no fuss. Exactly. Just how I like it. So you mentioned fairy bread. Let's chat about party foods. Oh, love children's party foods. Number one for me, the fairy bread. Yeah. I like, this is a delicacy that I only ever have at a children's birthday and any other time I turn my nose up at it. A frankfurt in some tomato sauce with a toothpick. Oh, love. Yeah. Your cabernossi and your your bigger cheese, always a favorite. And I like a cheesel. I like chippies. Oh, nice. What about you? When you go to a birthday party, what are you looking for on the snack table? What makes it a party for you? I'm looking for the table that has all the gifts on it so I can bag them and leave. (laughs) Take your shit and get out of there. (laughs) No, I really liked sausage rolls. Oh, yeah. Party pies, do not like. No. No. Oh, I love a party pie. It was all about the sausage roll for me. It's very clear that I just love all food. Party foods? Well, party foods are kind of like miniature versions of normal foods. And you don't feel greedy? Yeah. Fairy bread, I feel, is quite boring. I don't enjoy that at all. It's very plain. It looks pretty, but that's about it. How dare you? (laughs) I'm so sorry. It is an Australian staple, and this is a hill I will die on. It is perfection. Okay. Everybody loves fairy bread. I don't like, though, when people use sprinkles instead of hundreds and thousands. It does. It, there is a difference. You need to have the hundreds and thousands. Oh, yeah. There's definitely a difference there. I've always wanted a frog in a pond. Tell you where you often see a frog in a pond? Yeah. I don't often see them at children's parties, but I see them often at, like, community space. I think because it's in a cup. Yeah. Oh, I don't like jelly. Oh, you don't like jelly? I don't like jelly. I don't like jelly and ice cream. I love jelly. More jelly to you, then. All right. Ice cream, I'm not so fussed about, but I like jelly and custard. I just don't like jelly and custard mixed together. Okay, I get that. But no, custard also, no, no, no. Okay, in our household, we had the, did you have this? I feel like every Australian family had this. The Woman's Weekly Children's Birthday Cake Guide. That was like the holy Bible. And if you knew your birthday was coming, you would whip it out and start picking what cake you wanted. Did you have that book? Oh, absolutely, yes. We've had many cakes from that book as kids. Yeah. I did have a peruse of it before the podcast. Yeah. A lot of simple cakes. I did notice that my mum definitely picked the simpler cake. They were heavy on decoration, very simple circle cake. The maypole, the dolly with the dress. Oh, right, of course. The numerical cake. Yeah. Yeah. My brother did get a train. He got the train. Was that a little more advanced? Yeah, because that got carved out. So it's like you had cakes and there were carriages and then every carriage, it was carved out and crap was put into it, like lollies. Oh, yes, I remember. And then they were all linked. It was a, a impressive thing. Nice, nice. I remember as a kid having the Mickey Mouse cake, which has the Monty biscuit covered in chocolate as the nose. Ooh. I didn't think I had it myself, but I remember the cat cake as well. It was kind of like a ritual, I guess, when your birthday was approaching, you'd pick out the cake you wanted. Mm -hmm. My mum would take the book with her to work so she could photocopy the stencils for the cake parts. Oh, yeah, that's cute. I remember, you know, the cakes at the end and they were like, at the back of the book, there was like a vanity, a piano, all these quite challenging cakes. My mum used to say, oh, no, 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 they're adult cakes. They're not for children. She didn't want to have to build them. And I believed her. Wow. So she lied through her teeth. (laughs) But I would say that if I was a parent, I'm like, no, no, no. You can't 
of that case, death <laughs> adult. And I just accepted it. I was like, oh, they're the adult case. Yeah. She saw that you needed dowels and she was like, oh, no, no, no. Stacking, no thank you. That's too advanced, yeah. Yeah. You're not worth it, Kate. <laughs> Nobody was worth it. No. She tried to do the piano cake for my dad once yeah. and it fell apart. So she went, oh, no, no, not trying, not doing it. I don't blame her. Did you go to good parties? So not necessarily like where you have the kids over, like where you actually go somewhere. I don't have any particular memories of going to someone's birthday and thinking, wow, this is amazing. So not really. Really? I always did enjoy uh, Macca's birthday, though. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I went to a lot of birthday parties at venues. Like we would always go to Skate 2000, Plaster Funhouse, those rooms that had lots of trampolines. Oh, wow. Oh, the best party I ever went to. I was so jealous. It was in a shopping center, which sounds, bear with me here. Yeah, it yeah. was in a fairy shop and it was a fairy birthday. And they had like a little secret tunnel that you would crawl through with little toadstools. They were all fairy lights. And then one of the women dressed up as a fairy and you all had little fairy wings. It was adorable. And when I asked mom if I could have one, she said that. Oh, wow. Yeah, see, I never had anything like that. I never went to anything like that. I think for me, the Mm. majority of birthdays, if they weren't at someone's house or outdoors, it would have been at McDonald's. So Yeah. Well, there were definitely a lot of McDonald's parties. Yeah. My brother had a – he had the coolest party. So there was – uh, this was back in the day. I've brought it up before. Castle Towers. Yeah. Um, in the 90s, there was like an old 1950s diner called Johnny Rocket. And it was next door to a two-tiered time zone. So you would go to Johnny Rocket, have your little burgers or whatever, chili cheese fries, then go to time zone, have an awesome time. And then opposite time zone was the movies. And you then go see a movie. It was like the coolest event. Oh, wow. I loved it because it was my brother's birthday because I was technically too young to be there. And we got to go to time zone and play on all the games. Super cool. I felt like a cool rider. Stephanie Zanoni cool. Throwback to an old episode. You need to stop pushing this Grease 2 agenda. I'll never stop pushing a Grease 2 agenda. <laughs> so, Kate, talk to me about party games. Um, uh, In the tail on the donkey. That was always a good one. As a kid, I remember playing pin the bow tie on Humphrey B. Bear. That is adorable. And allegedly I was cheating, but whatever. Do you think you were cheating? Probably. I definitely cheated. I don't think you would have. I think you would have been an honest kid. Yeah, I don't know about that. So um, let's move on. What about <laughs> Pass the Parcel was one of my favorite games to play at a birthday. I actually remember oh. prior to the birthday party, the presents were being wrapped. And as they were being wrapped, they were being written down. So that way they could stop it on each particular person to get a certain thing. And I wanted the harmonica. Yes. So I got the harmonica. Oh, that's cute. Because I remember sometimes you go and there would be enough gifts in there for everyone but other times there might be 20 kids but only 10 prizes and I was like oh that's awkward wow do you think we pass the parcel the final parcel should end on the birthday child that should be the case yes I've seen it both ways I've seen the child gets the final parcel and it's like a big prize because it's for them yeah but then I've seen it done the opposite where it's like no 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 you've already got all your gifts everybody gets like a two dollar toy like these are these are throwaway gifts I think that's a good idea too to just be like everyone else can get something just a novelty thing because you're not important it's not your birthday yeah Yeah. (laughs) scrap present or they'll rig it so it always stops on the birthday person and everyone else misses out I feel like 
like I know someone that happened to. Like that's how they gave the child all the gifts. Oh, that's a bit shit though. Is it? Because then you knew after the second time, like, oh, we know it's going to stop on that child. Why are we passing this? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But the kid was like, me again? Like I feel like I remember someone telling me that as a story. Wow. Do you know what game I hated? What? Musical chairs. Oh, yeah. That's a game that requires effort. That's a running around game. Exactly. And I'm just like, I don't have time to be fighting you for this chair. I think I was really scared of falling over yeah. or like getting hurt. I didn't want to have to fight someone for a chair. What about Duck, Duck, Goose, Kate? Did you ever play that at parties? I, I, I believe I would have because I think that goes with musical chairs. Yeah. You ever have that game where they have the donut on a piece of string on the clothesline and you have to tie it like your hands are behind your back and you have to eat it? No, because we weren't barbarians, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> that was a popular game. <gasps> Present gift. I don't have a memory of a bad gift, but I hated getting books. Like the irony now, but I hated like when because you knew what it was, like you could see when it was a book wrap. Yeah. I do remember asking my auntie for the cause CD and I unwrapped it and it was the single for Forgiven Not Forgotten and not the album and I have not forgiven nor forgotten. Did you open it and just go, oh. Oh, it's only one song and a B-side and an acoustic <laughs> version. What is this filth? And I threw it at her. No, I didn't. I actually do remember also you get to a certain age where you stop getting toys. You might be getting clothes, but, you know, when people would give you money as a present, I remember getting, say, like $20 for a gift. And, you know, as you get a bit older, then it was like 30 to $40, $50, $100. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you ever get money? Oh, eventually. Once you, once you got to teenage. Yeah. Um, I think what I, they, my family more gravitated to gift cards and they would say, what gift card would you want? Some people gave cash, but yeah. I got the Grease soundtrack. That was a big moment in my life. Wow. That was big. I do remember getting, all I wanted was a Susie Stretch doll. It was a terrible toy. She had like springy arms and legs. She had like little shoes that you would slip on and her hands had like elastic bands that you would put on your hands. I remember wanting this so much, and then I remember immediately, as soon as I unpacked it, I was like, this is a terrible gift. Like, the Im- immediate disappointment that I was like, oh, I've made a bad decision. Why did I want this stupid thing? Oh, no. The ads made her look really cool because you could do cartwheels and, like, dance with her. And then I realized I couldn't do cartwheels and I couldn't dance like the kids on the ad. <laughs> so it was just that immediate, like, this was a terrible decision. And I begged my parents for it. I, I thought it was the coolest looking toy. I remember as a kid, my sister yeah. getting a cricket doll. I don't know if you're familiar, but basically you put cassette tapes in her back and she tells these stories and her mouth moves and she speaks. That sounds terrifying. Yeah. There is video footage of this where I'm crying because she was telling me that I'm not allowed to play with it because because I'll break it. Do you think you would have broken it? Probably. <laughs> I was a very curious child. I always wanted to open things up, see how they work, and I was always getting in trouble for that. Ah, uh, yeah. Then you would have broken it. Hundred <laughs> percent. I remember the Polly Pocket. I I loved the Polly Pocket, and then my brother got given a Mighty Max. I was so jealous because the Mighty Max were far cooler. Like the Polly Pockets were very pretty. Yeah. But the Mighty Max. They looked like little horror tableaus. Like you got one and it was like a skull. And when you opened it, it was a um, scary castle with like a Frankenstein monster. And I was like, oh, I want that. I remember taking it from him because he didn't really care. (laughs) Yeah. But my friend definitely does give me iconic gifts, including things like Madonna's sex book. But anyway, that's a subject for another time. (laughs) Some people are just really good 
at picking gifts. Yeah. They're able to just, one, pick something that's sentimental, two, that has an extra meaning, and it's like they are able to retain something you've told them from three years ago. I wish I was better at picking gifts. I would love to be that person, but I'm not. I think that I definitely pick up things and, and go, this would be the perfect gift, something that they want and or need, something sentimental, something meaningful, and something they may not necessarily expect either in a good way. Yeah. Because I feel like I try to do that. I feel like my gifts sometimes are too superficial. I can't get that deeper essence to it. It's something that you want, but it doesn't have that heartfeltness to it. That I feel like I'm just lacking that. It's like, here's your new ironing board cover. Why don't you love it? <laughs> I spent time thinking about this. <laughs> I went to three stores. Wow. Well, I got you a pin one. See, that's something where I was like, I put thought into it, but it was clearly like I saw it in the moment. I was like, oh, this is really cute. It was a cat pin. It was a David Bowie cat pin. And you explained how you were trying to find one of an artist that I liked, but there weren't any. So you picked that one. And either way, I appreciate it. Mm. So it's just kind of sitting in the bottom of a drawer somewhere now. So, yeah. <laughs> well, And you also made me a mug. I did. With the um, Mean Girls quote on it, which is in my cupboard, and I use it often. Uh, on Wednesdays, do you wear pink? Sometimes. I do try. Uh, since getting that gift, they do try to wear a pink shirt on Wednesdays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Kate. Yes. As I was absolutely dragged for filth last time for calling Michelle when she was unaware. So this time round, I have warned her to let her know that we're going to be giving her a call to get her input and find out what are her best and worst gifts that she's received. Here we go. Hello. Hello, Michelle. How are you? I'm good. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Katerina. That's not her name. Oh. I'll take it. <laughs> I know you warned me like five times that you were going to call and I still forgot. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, um, first of all, I just want to say, how's everything going? How are you doing in lockdown? What are you getting up to? I'm reading books. Wow. You know how to read? Well, I read one book. Well, what did you read? It was a Star Wars book. And this is the first book I've read in probably like 10 years. Wow. What's it called? Oh, no. You know what? I now just got excited to talk to you about Star Wars. <laughs> so that's off topic, I hear. So, Michelle, on topic, we were wondering, what are your best, worst birthday gifts that you've received? Oh, okay. Um, I could say one gift that I gave someone that was bad. Okay. So I had a friend who was very, he put a lot of emphasis on the birthdays and they were a big deal for him. And one year we were like, oh, pressure's on. We got to give him a really good gift, but we had no idea what to get him. So what we did was like, well, he likes sentimental stuff. So we'll get a whole bunch of things that could have maybe one day some sentimental meaning attached to it. So pretty much I thought it was going to be like a package full of goodies and it really was just a box of junk. And um, when we gave him the present, he was just like, oh, okay, thank you. And I was like, oh, that was not a good idea. Wow. Did you try to put lots of sentimental meaning onto each? novelty gift or no? Well, this is the thing with me is I'm not very sentimental. <laughs> mm. I kind of made the mistake of thinking the sentimentality would come afterwards. It was a really bad idea. You stuffed it. I did stuff it, yes. Yeah. But I'm also really bad at gift giving. I never know what to get people. Do you like receiving a gift? From where? <laughs> <laughs> 
Not really, actually. I, I'm very fussy and I, I tend to be very difficult to impress. So I just tell people, just don't worry about me. I don't ever want cash because that's something I have to deposit. <laughs> uh, I think it's time for you to go, Michelle. I think your book is calling <laughs> you. <laughs> okay, well, I hope I answered the question. <laughs> I mean, you tried. I did. Yeah, thank you so much, Michelle. Have a good day. You too, bye. Bye, Michelle. Bye. How do you feel about cakes in the office? I like when an individual gets a cake for their birthday. I don't really like when it's like, this is for all the September birthdays in the office. No. You like an individual cake for the person? Yeah. Me too. I think it's more special. Yes, I agree. And I also just like getting more cake. What do you do when you are brought a cake and everybody stops to sing to you? I hate this, whether it's at home or at work or whatever. What do you do with yourself when everyone is singing happy birthday to you? Like, what do you do? You just sit there. It's always awkward. I did get a cake the other day for someone, like two, just before the lockdown, and no candles because of COVID. Yeah. And second, we didn't sing happy birthday, and it was wonderful. I just came in with the cake and said, happy birthday, put it on their desk, and everybody just came around immediately just started chatting. Nice. No happy birthday singing. Yeah. No candles. For a work setting, it just worked. Yeah, I, I definitely don't know what to do with myself. And what do you, like, you can't join into the singing because then that's even more awkward. Mm-hmm. I think that keeping it simple is a good idea. And also, even before COVID and all of this stuff, I never really liked when people would blow out their candles because I'm going to have to eat that. And I don't want spittle on top of the icing or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it is a bit gross. I have had children blow out my cake for me because they cried that they weren't going to get it. And then we had to keep relighting the candles so each child could come up and blow out the candles. I would have thrown that cake in the bin. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you what I also don't like. What? Singing the song Happy Birthday. It is not like a fun, upbeat song. It starts off with a, uh, and you're like, oh, like it drones. Yeah. Do you know what I like, though? What? Jerry Hallowell once sang Happy Birthday to Prince Charles, very Marilyn Monroe-esque, and sometimes I just get that little clip on my phone and I play that instead of singing Happy Birthday. Oh, that's a good idea. What we sing in Australia, apparently in other countries, they sing a different song. A completely different song? I think it's the same sentiment, but it's a different tune. It's like a a bit more boppy. And I was like, why don't we have that song? Why don't you change it? Why don't you just introduce that? Well, if I have a kid, sure. Just sing to your dog. I do. I I do sing to him. Do you get him a birthday cake? Um, No, I usually get him a toy and a treat. Oh, that's so nice. He doesn't know. But you're doing the right thing. I know. And I'll take a photo of him. Speaking of cakes, though, can we just loop back? What is your favorite kind of birthday cake? I feel like you need a cake for it to feel like a birthday. Yeah. I used to really like red velvet, but in all honesty now, as long as there's like a buttercream frosting, I'm happy. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I personally really like cheesecake. I prefer a cheesecake over Mm. a regular cake because I'm not a big cake person. I'll eat it, but it's not something that I ever crave or really look forward to. But I think you're right as well with the buttercream frosting. Yeah, it'll make any cake nice. Mm. If I had to choose, I would choose cheesecake. Yep. Oh, I tell you what I don't like? A fondant cake. Oh. Or Swiss meringue. I'm not all about all the fuck. Yeah. I'm a simple gal with simple taste. Definitely simple. Definitely not having a cake from the back of the Women's Weekly book made for you because they're not simple. <laughs> 
I like my vanilla cake with my vanilla ice. Sure. Double vanilla. Triple vanilla even. Triple. Oh, my goodness. I had a Spice Girls party. You had a Spice Girls party? Let me guess. You were Baby Spice. I was ginger. Oh, of course you were. Do you remember what age that was? I'm going to say 10. Wow. Spice World had come out because we watched Live in Istanbul and then we watched Spice World. And then I had all these Spice Girl cups, plates, serviettes. That's all I wanted to do was just watch Spice Girls. Wow. And they definitely did have all this merchandise available. They had the paper plates. They had the napkins. They had the party hats. They had everything. Everything. Everything Spice Girls. Yeah. Even, I mean, not here, but they even had frozen pizzas, chocolate, bed sheets, curtains, you name it. Oh, wow. They were everywhere. Speaking of Spice Girls, who are some famous people that you share your birthday with? Ugh, Shane Warne. Oh, that sounds um so exciting. It's not. It's not. Is there anyone else? I'm going to look this up, Kate. Oh, there are so many people. So many people I don't know. Oh. You share your birthday with Stella McCartney. Okay. You share your birthday with Fiona Apple. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm scrolling through all these people that I don't know. You also share your birthday with Tyler Perry. Mm, okay. Yeah. I'll take it. And Niall Horan from One Direction. Well, it's not Harry, so why bother? <laughs> who is a celebrity who shares your birthday? Jimmy Fallon. Ugh. And... I'm sorry. It's okay. Adam West. Oh, okay. Adam West. Yeah, please don't sing. Batman. I also share my birthday with Twiggy. Oh, <gasps> iconic. Yeah, nothing too exciting. Twiggy? Yeah. That's exciting. I mean, she was on America's Next Top Model at one point, wasn't she? Yeah, and she's fucking Twiggy. She was like a, <laughs> a 60s icon. She definitely was. Oh, she was just on America's Next Top Model. Uh, she was one of the muses <laughs> for Andy Warhol. How dare you, Twiggy? Well, she had her 15 minutes of fame. 15 minutes, yeah, she did. Yeah. She's immortalized ever in pop art history. Just America's Next Top Model. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. Will you forgive me? Of course, of course. And she also was in a show with like Gokwan and like Trini and Susanna. Oh, okay. I feel like I'm very off topic. No judgment. What do you want to do? You could do anything in the world. What do you want to do on your next birthday? Because this is now an adult birthday. Yeah. You could do anything. Do you want to go for dinner somewhere? What's your perfect birthday? As opposed to last year not being an adult birthday? Well, I'm just saying not a children's birthday. We've been talking about children's birthdays mostly. <laughs> Fair enough. I prefer much lower key. So for me, I'd just be happy either staying in, having dinner, have a little bit of a cake or even go out for dinner. But even then it wouldn't be an event. It would just be a very low key dinner with some people or with one person. Yeah. That's all I want. What would you want to do for your birthday if you could do anything? Well, a part of me does want to do Korean barbecue with a group of friends yeah. and karaoke. But oh, then the more I yes. start thinking, who do I want there, the list gets longer and longer. And then a part of me is like, no, 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 I just want a really simple dinner with like a handful of people. But then the list starts getting longer and longer. All right. Yeah. You know when you have different friendship groups? Yeah. But you want to spend time with all of them? It's like that. Just do separate birthdays. Multiple birthday parties. I do like a dinner party. Yeah, okay. But at someone's house, not at a restaurant. Or you could do progressive dinner party where you have entrees at one person's house or one group of friends' house, move on to the next one for mains <laughs> and then move through the next one for desserts. So like a dinner party crawl. Yeah, it's something that I saw on Desperate Housewives once, which, by the way, I am starting to rewatch. So, yeah. Oh, 
lockdown. Hashtag lockdown. Did you ever watch My Super Sweet 16? Oh, I used to watch that, yes, and it had the Hilary Duff theme song. Sweet 16. Thank you yeah. so much for gracing us with your magnificent Another song. tones and textures. And, yeah, love it. Thank you. You're welcome. Those parties, I hated the people on it, but I loved the show. Yeah. Did they make you angry? Yes. I always thought for all the money that they had, the parties looked terrible, tacky and trashy. Yeah. And I'm like, why does no one with this much money have any case? Do you think you could do it better? Yes. Well, I always had big parties. Once I got to a teenager, to young adult, I had huge parties. Halloween party. I always loved to dress up party. And we would say I had my 18th was a big pirate party and we separated the entire house into like a ship. And like a little area, there was like treasure chests with gold everywhere. Wow. Everybody dressed up. It was like a huge blowout. Amazing. Thank you. I remember watching an episode of Saturday Night Live, which had Scarlett Johansson as the guest. And she was doing a My Super Sweet 16 skit. They ended up getting her the Go-Go's because she wanted Hillary and Hayley Duff at the birthday to sing Alice Was Sealed. But they couldn't get Hillary and Hayley Duff, so they got the Go-Go's. And so her character was really upset. And she was like, the Go-Go's, you got the Go-Go's? They're ancient. I'm going to suffocate from the old person's smell. I thought that was funny. Love the Go-Go's. Are you going to suffocate from their old person smell? No, I'm going to live my best life because they got the beat. They do. They got the beauty and the beat. <laughs> Isn't that, is that Nicki Minaj? Oh, wait. Wasn't their album called Beauty and the Beat? I think so. But then Nicki Minaj came out with Beauty and the Beat. Yeah. Well, we got to keep an eye out for Selena. Gomez? That was a lyric from the song. Yes. I When you said Selena, though, I went Latina 80s pop star Selena. Oh, right. Because I was thinking back to the Go-Go's. Yeah. And Lupe Antiveros played Yolanda Saldivar in the movie. Yes. Who also happens to play Gabrielle Solis' mother-in-law on Desperate Housewives. And we've come back around full circle. You're currently re-watching Desperate Housewives. Yeah, and she just got hit by a car after she busted Gabrielle sleeping with the gardener. Ah, oh, sunrise, sunset. Isn't that, who's that, that's Jesse Metcalf or something like that? Yeah. Who is in passion. I know this is off topic. Can we talk about passions for a second? Because you've either seen it or you have no idea what it is. I loved passion. It was the greatest four o'clock television ever. It was amazing. Come home after school and then there was this show on that scenes would go on for weeks and weeks and it was very ridiculous, very over the top. And then there was a witch with Timmy. Timmy and Tabitha. Yes. And he was like a doll, but then other times he'd come to life. And then there was Teresa and she was in love with Ethan. Teresa Lopez Fitzgerald was obsessed with Ethan Crane. And Ethan Crane's fiance, Gwen Hotchkiss. Oh, do you remember the scene where Gwen found out that Teresa was obsessed with Ethan? So Gwen went to Teresa's house with a baseball bat to destroy her. Yes, that does sound familiar. Very passions. And then doesn't Ethan lose his memory and then he thinks that Teresa is his wife? I've lost memory of that bit, so I don't remember that part. (laughs) But it was one of those, it was wild enough that those were the storylines. Yeah, and there was Hell in Charity's Closet. Yes, because Jesse Metcalf was Teresa's younger brother and they they worked as, I think her mother was the housekeeper. Her mum is Pilar, yeah, the housekeeper. Oh. And they, it was like on a dock, like that was where they lived in the town. I think that Passions should definitely come onto one of the streaming services so that we could rewatch it and relive. A hundred percent. I would definitely rewatch Passions. Yeah. 
Oh, oh, I missed that show. I think in future you should definitely throw a super sweet 16 type of birthday just for fun and just have it over the top and invite me. Of course. Yes. Sure. Could you imagine though? I can't imagine me doing that. Yeah, I could totally see you in a tiara, a dress, maybe even with a sash. I don't know. It could turn into like a hen's night kind of thing. I don't that know. Does just, that does just – I was say that they just sound like my hen's yeah, night. it does. <laughs> Because it was literally a sash, dinner, and then karaoke. Nice. Mm. Simple girl, simple taste. You should start planning one for when you come out of lockdown and can do a big extravagant mm. kind of thing. Well, we're hoping to have a huge Halloween party. That's what my brother and I are planning. Oh, right. Yeah, you are very into Halloween. Love Halloween. I would rather a Halloween party over a birthday party. See, for me, that kind of thing, I think, oh, you have to dress up, you have to get a costume. It's effort, though. Yeah, you say that, I say, yeah, I get to dress up and get a costume. But for you, it's not dressing up. It's just normal. No. (laughs) (laughs) But one thing I always did is because our Halloween parties, people love to dress up. We always made sure we had a box of simple dress-ups, like an eye patch, a hat, just little things. So if you came and you didn't have a costume Mm. or you weren't a dress-up person, you could kind of put something on. You were included because I got to the point that people who didn't dress up felt out of place. Yeah. We always catered to everybody. Very thoughtful. Mm. All right, so we're going to wrap up in a second, but before we do, here's a word from our sponsor. Love birthdays, but hate cutting cakes. No more excuses. Introducing Cake Chipper. Our revolutionary new product cuts the cake for you. Simply drop the cake in and let Cake Chipper do its work. Why cut cake when you can wear it? Spread the love and the frosting can also be used with other household items, including children. Cake Chipper. Buy it now at all good hardware stores. Protective equipment required. May cause blindness or serious injury. So, Kate. Mm-hmm. Birthdays. Yep, birthdays. We've talked about cake, food. Yes, and definitely don't get Kate a cake with fondant on it. Ugh, it's just not at the top of my list of cakes. That's fair enough. And we've talked about games. Hmm. Presents. Do you want some presents? <gasps> Yeah, presents, yes. Types of parties. As we've learnt, Kate prefers a big, lavish, over-the-top affair and I prefer something a little more low-key. And no matter where you sit in that scale, super sweet 16 to low-key, it doesn't matter. Do what makes you happy. And doesn't matter, you'll get another one next year. Actually, they're not always guaranteed, but this is taking a turn for the worse. So let's just move on, Kate. <laughs> it got dark really quickly. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. It's not my birthday. It's not my birthday. Doesn't matter. Thank you for joining me on our fake birthday. Thank you for having me remotely. Oh, of course. Anytime. On your way out, don't forget, grab yourself a lolly bag or two. No one's looking. Thank you. My favorite. One for you. One for the car. Yeah. So hopefully soon we'll be able to actually have birthdays again. Fingers crossed. Hey, Kate. Hey, Daniel. Good chat. Good chat. That's it. We're done. Bye. Done. Finito.